1: That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P.
0: Hello there, listener. I have a super special announcement. By now, you're probably aware that I offer my premium submarines on Patreon extra content each week. What you might not know is that I've created a brand new Patreon tier for ultra premium submarines. This tier of patrons unlocks much more behind the scene access to my own recovery journey. Part of that includes voice note episodes. What's that you ask? Imagine sitting in my backyard with me as I enjoy my morning cup of matcha and filling you in on the latest that's going on in my life and what I'm personally struggling with. I don't typically share any of these voice notes anywhere on the public back from the borderline feed because they're just that private and therefore my most intimate circle in the back from the borderline community. But at the same time, some of you might not even be aware that I'm doing them. So I thought that I would give you a free preview of today's voice note so that if you like it, you can check it out and sign up to access all of them on Patreon. As an ultra-premium submarine, not only do you unlock access to all of my archived episodes and the full episodes of Back From the Borderline every month, you will receive these special little voice notes each week as well. The community of patrons is amazing. Always the listeners that are supporting on this tier are commenting to each other, developing a community with one another and sharing helpful resources. So not only are you getting extra content from me, a little more personal, a little more intimate, but you're also connecting with a bunch of incredible human beings that are going through the same thing as you. So without further ado, let's just jump in and see what these voice notes are all about. And if you like it at the end of the preview, I will share with you a little bit more on how you can unlock access to this brand new Patreon tier. All right, let's sit down and have matcha together. Welcome back to another Matcha Morning with Molly. This is another one of my voice notes for you ultra premium submarines. I am still going strong. I cut out coffee and I switched to matcha. Not that this has any relevance to what we're going to be discussing today, but that's why you're here. We get the behind the scenes with Molly time and I'm feeling a lot better. I found that coffee just adds to my anxiety and jitteriness and matcha in the morning still gives me a little bit of caffeine, but it's not that crazy jittery crashing situation that I get with coffee. So it's going well. We're out in our backyard right now. The cicadas are loud as fuck, so they may be making an appearance. I wanted to talk today about the connection that I'm starting to discover between sneakiness and manipulation and repressed anger. And it came up because as many of you know i've talked about this on the last few voice notes for the premium submarines that i have been doing somatic experiencing therapy which has been incredibly helpful i'm loving it it's helping me get out of my head and back into my body and i'm really really enjoying it but what I found really interesting is that as you do somatic experiencing, at least for me, I've, something I've recognized is that you go through phases. I would say that for my first three to four sessions I was mostly just, I felt very weepy. I felt like immediately when my practitioner would touch me that I would just wanna cry. And thankfully I feel really comfortable with her. And I just let myself cry with a compassionate witness. And that was something that I hadn't really experienced before. And I didn't realize how much I needed that. And so I moved through the crying, the grieving, and even just like kind of screaming during my sessions and something that has come up this last week is anger and it happened that I was watching a show on Netflix and it's called The Last Kingdom and this is like a medieval show it's so good by the way and a lot of The show is it's very like battle driven there are a lot of battles and the main character is a very like justice seeking character I've always really aligned with revenge style movies it's one of the reasons why Kill Bill is like one of my favorite movies ever I have always been drawn to movies where there's like a severe injustice done and then someone gets revenge for that injustice. And I'm starting to recognize that I relate to that because of how much I experienced adults take advantage of their power when I was growing up, whether that was in my home or whether that was when I was being groomed by men that were much older than me and later abused directly by them. And then later on in my life when I had Bosses, male bosses completely abuse their power, enduring sexual harassment in the music industries and also in tech jobs in corporate America. And watching the show as I've been moving through my somatic experiencing, I felt that rage come out. And as I was watching, you know, these scenes of this guy in this show just like take revenge for someone killing his own family I felt something in lock inside of me and I I felt very in touch with that anger like I hadn't before and it made me think of something because I had my somatic experiencing appointment with my therapist Claudia this week and I talked to her about this And I told her about an epiphany I had, and I had this epiphany when I was laying there on the table because the thing that happens sometimes with somatic experiencing is that you find that you kind of, you're quiet, it's moments of quiet. You're actually out of your head and in your body. And so you actually find that you are reconnecting with parts, you're having like thoughts are coming to your mind you're making connection points and it's really hard to explain but one of the connection points that I made was wow my entire life I have been so out of touch with my anger and it has been so not okay for me to express directly my anger sorry right now I'm chasing Lola around my backyard she's she sometimes get a little too brave and tries to escape one moment. Okay, I'm back. We've secured the bag, a.k.a. Lola. She is back in the house because she can't be trusted out here. She sneaks her fat little body through the fence and I'm scared that she's going to run away. She isn't used to the outdoors, so um, we have to make sure she's an indoor cat. Anyway, back to the sneakiness and repressed anger pipeline. I really think this is such an epiphany because for the longest time I had so much guilt and shame because I would say that from when I was around like a very young adolescent, I'd say between like 12 and 13, I started lying a lot. I started sneaking around, I started acting out. I started becoming a version of myself that I didn't really like and that escalated into my adolescence and into my 20s. Now, I wasn't breaking the law. I wasn't doing anything like that, but I was very duplicitous, you know. I I had a lot of secrets. I treated people in ways that I really would Really have a lot of regret and shame about and I'm just not proud of the kind of person that I became and what I recognized is that a lot of my sneaky quote-unquote manipulative behavior was a cover-up for deep repressed anger I didn't feel and it has never felt safe for me to express these primal anger emotions to express my anger in the way that i wanted to which was screaming punching and not necessarily screaming at someone or punching anything but growing up in an environment that i felt was very unjust because i had a very 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 traumatized and angry father with extreme ptsd and cptsd who didn't know how to regulate himself and took all of this out on his family and a mother who didn't stand up for me at all and only encouraged me to shrink further and not stand up for myself I had nowhere for all of these big feelings to go and so I had to find sneaky manipulative ways to almost be passively aggressive getting some kind of I think unconscious revenge on my family and on myself and I am just now starting to put the pieces together with all of this so if it sounds a little disjointed it's because I'm just now having this epiphany but this is the beautiful stuff that can come out of somatic experiencing This is the, the gold that you can find when you get out of your head and into your body. Because I could have never researched my way into this epiphany. Fuck me, I'm getting attacked by mosquitoes out here. I'm just so over it. I'm over mosquito season, over it. But I could never have researched my way or thought myself into this realization Creating these moments of stillness to get back into my body is allowing me to have these epiphanies. And so I'm sharing this mainly just to hopefully inspire others of you. Even if you can't afford somatic experiencing right now, you aren't able to get therapy. There are other ways that you can create these moments of silence for yourself. This is like working with your dreams, writing things down, um taking a bath and just having no background noise and really just like free writing with things create time to to make the connections another thing that i've been thinking about too is just how much content i was reading and ingesting was stopping me from being able to have the space to make my own inferences and connection points My really close friend who is also doing somatic work and I won't say her name, um, she recently shared with me an amazing epiphany that she had during somatic experiencing. She says that she had this almost a vision of cords around her throat and she felt like she had been silenced. And this vision that she had or like intuited sense of these cords, these metaphorical cords around her neck that she just wanted to rip off and scream. That's another just metaphor for feeling silenced. She grew up also in an incredibly emotionally abusive and neglectful home with a very tyrannical father that she felt like she just couldn't ever say her, speak her truth. And all of this used to sound so woo-woo to me but now I'm understanding it. There is a wiser and more intelligent, higher part of us that has the answers. Our body knows what we need to know, what we need to know as our egos. And if we can create that space and that stillness, you too can have these epiphanies. But I find that all of us are so scared to be in silence Because we are so uncomfortable by being alone with our own thoughts, and we're too busy shoving other people's opinions and other people's content content into our ears and eyes that we don't create the space for us to be able to have these realizations. And I realize the irony of me saying that as you're listening to my podcast, but it's my hope that listening to my content can inspire you to then log off and then go create these moments of silence for yourself. So that's it for today. I realize this is a bit disjointed, but I'm just speaking completely free and uninhibited, unscripted to you all, to you all as I'm having these realizations. Um, I also started a brand new series. If you're in the next few public feed episodes, you're gonna be hearing you know, three incredible interviews. And then you're going to be hearing my new series, and I'm giving you all. Um, you're hearing this before anyone else. Is it's going to be a deep dive on the scapegoat role in dysfunctional family systems? Because another epiphany I've had after doing the mother father wound, then this toxic shame deep dive is that many of us who have been labeled the problematic child, the bad child, the um, the sick one, the attention seeking one is we were in the scapegoat role in our families. And then many of us have been the scapegoat role in our workplaces, because we're the ones who would dare to speak out against the imbalance and the dysfunctional system and power systems like to keep people like us with big feelings who don't conform, tightly controlled into the power structure. And I'm starting to recognize how much me being forced into the scapegoat role made me repress my anger, turned me into a sneaky, manipulative person to be able to somehow, it's this part of me that I used to hate, but now I understand her. She was just trying to get her needs met in the best way she knew how because she tried to do it directly, express her emotions directly as a child, and that was met with threat. So all these connection points are really, really happening, and I'm so excited to share with all of you the toxic uh, not the toxic shame series oh here's dory my next door neighbor's dog she's a loud one what's up dory um so not the toxic shame series the scapegoat series i did the first episode yesterday i'm going to be recording the next episode this morning and it's my hope that this is just going to give you all more More fodder for your own realizations. Right, Dory? I know. So, Dory really is excited about it. She's loud as fuck. So anyway, with that, I'm going to go pet Dory. I'm going to water my flowers. And I love each and every one of you. Would love to hear your thoughts in the comments. Let me know if you have recognized within yourself this kind of, like, repressed emotion to sneaky manipulation person you don't like pipeline um let me know what you think about the scapegoat connection um i'd love to hear it so that's it for another voice note from me love you lots all right everyone that's it you got a full voice note usually those are private but i wanted you to get the vibe so that If this is something that you want access to, you can become an ultra premium submarine and unlock all of my existing voice notes. There are five so far. And in addition to that, you unlock all the full episodes and the entire BFTV archive. If this sounds like something you want to dive into, you can go ahead and become an ultra premium submarine on Patreon today by clicking the link in the episode description. That was a pretty hard pivot from lo-fi, vibey music to this medieval lute. But if you know me, you know I fucking love anything medieval, esoteric, and occult. And it is why it is my greatest pleasure today to do my very first advertisement. And it feels so good because I can advertise a business that is owned by my own family. My sister and her partner have opened an incredible business called Summer Prints. Do you yearn to transform your home into a haven of intrigue and esotericism, yet find the current selection of posters and prints online well, a little underwhelming? Allow me to introduce you to Summer Prints the latest purveyor of beautiful, high-quality, fine art prints and posters exploring occultism and the macabre. Printed on beautiful, museum-quality paper, Summer Prints offers free, worldwide shipping on their entire poster collection, all delivered with minimal, environmentally-conscious packaging. My sister and her partner, Michael, sent me the most amazing, witchy print, and I love it and I'm about to get it framed today. So thank you to Katie and Michael for sending me that beautiful print. You can check out all the different prints they have available by visiting S-O-M-M-A-R-P-R-I-N-T-S dot com. So that's summer with an A-R and then prints. So you can begin transforming your home today by visiting summerprints.com and using my discount code BFTB for 20% off your first order. Cast aside the mundane and embrace the dark and unconventional with Summer Prince. I'll be sure to include all this information in the episode description, as well as the information that you can use to become an ultra premium submarine. So don't worry, just click in there and everything's there for you. It would mean the world to me if you find a print that you love and buy it, use my code because it supports my sister and her partner's business. And it just brings me so much joy that the very first advertisement that you're hearing is going to be for someone who I truly, truly love, and it will be supporting my very own family. I look forward to having more incredible, good fit sponsors on the podcast in the future. So if you are interested in becoming a sponsor to Back From The Borderline, you can reach out to me at backfromtheborderline at gmail.com. Ta-ta for now. Did you like that? That sounded like it fit with the music. Okay, bye.